welcome oh, I was gonna to do 2023 <laughs> in our first Honest Jams podcast of the year. Yeah. I'm Walker. I'm Al. And we like to start off every year with a cover episode. Yeah. I'm not going to say we're, we're we're scraping the barrel yet no. at, at types of covers. We've got plenty of options. We, we really do, but we were... There's a we lot just, of songs in the we world. We wanted to get into like a... Well, I was already learning a song. <laughs> That's how it happened. Truth window. You're like, okay, I have a thing, match <laughs> I, me. Yeah. And so a, stro- a strophic song we learned. I said uh, originally, I was like, let's do a song that the verse is, you know, it's just verses or whatever. It's, it's just, just a section, same section over and over uh-huh. again. And, and no you chorus. looked it up in strophic is strophic. the word. So that's what we're going to do. As opposed to through composed, which is not repeating any parts. Right. Apparently. Which is not very common. Or, no. you know, like in in modern day pop, pop music, mm. that's generally not the form. No, but, you need that crunchy little hook. And even in classical, like a lot of that, you know, classical music is very A, B, A, B with some C's. And, mm-hmm. Okay, anyway. More things. Three of them. Three things. So since the song is just repeating itself, we did three things we like to repeat yeah okay i didn't remember if my phrasing was just we can't stop repeating three things we repeat <laughs> to the detriment of our lives yeah because there's plenty of those <laughs> maybe more no, than ones i like to repeat going pathological oh uh, we're not i don't well kind of my first one is <laughs> what is it we might have the same one because we talk about this all the time oh. when you write a new song and record it you oh, just yeah. slam that demo you i just did not like, have that one but i thought about let that let me absorb this as fully as i can yeah let me hear it on different stereos let me hear it in headphones hear it while i'm walking while i'm washing dishes it's the it's the place where the i think the perfectionist thing that i try to keep away in most other moments lives the best uh-huh i mean first of all what i find out is that it I can exhaust it. You know, like my pattern usually is I listen so much that I actually end up hating the song and then I stop listening to it. Then I just am motivated to not listen to it for a while because I don't like the song very much. (laughs) And then that space gives me perspective. And so then I realized my perfectionist side of me wasn't actually accurate in all the like nitpicking it was doing. It's but just, you know this all the while. Rationally, you know. Yeah, I still have to experience. (laughs) I mean, I... I think that's part of that is discipline. Yeah. You know, like I, because sometimes I will just completely refrain or something. And um, yeah, it it does do a good job. You know, it is the space actually that is the good thing. It's not the like listening over and over again. My Mm -hmm. instincts are pretty much for the things that matter are pretty much the same no matter what I do. So if Mm -hmm. I actually just have the patience to not listen to it, I'm just excited about it, I think is the main thing. Well, for me, like I didn't have this as much. I did with other like songs I've written and recorded in bands and stuff, but something about the podcast and like capturing that really sometimes sudden flow of an idea mm-hmm. right away means I'm not even very familiar with the song when I'm right. recording it. Yeah. So somehow I, I, it's like, I didn't get to perform it live. I didn't get to live in the song. Yeah. I just quickly captured it. And then that, that prolongs the wanting to listen to it over and over. Cause mm-hmm. if it's a song I've played a bunch in a band and it was like painstakingly recorded, yeah. it just, it's, it's like, yeah, I know what that sounds like. I was there. Totally. Yeah. There's also, I mean, for me, a part of it is it's like a, a joyful, like self-love thing. You know, it's oh, like absolutely. I'm appreciating like the work that I'm doing. It's not, there's not just the like hating nitpicking part yeah. of it. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to kick over the sandcastle after immediately after you made it. Yeah. You know, you're gonna so, watch, sometimes I kick over my 
watch the waves slowly creep up and yeah. display the entropy that we all will experience. Okay, what's your second one? Well, that, was that, not was, my, that wasn't that was even just, yours. No, but you said repeating myself <laughs> and something I feel like I like to do a lot is repeat myself. And the podcast has made that very apparent. That you I mean just, in within one conversation or over multiple episodes, you're repeating the same thing. Uh, yeah, just like saying the same, you know, you just, the, especially, you know, editing it, you're in the process of like listening mm-hmm. to a lot of them right now, I know, and the amount of times that you hear yourself describe something exactly the same way that you have in the past, or, yeah. you know, usually we're talking to a guest, so it's like we're describing it to somebody who's never heard us say this, yeah. but, you know, some I, people have heard us say it over and over again. Well, we are going to record uh, the retrospective episode coming up here pretty uh-huh. soon. And so I've been listening back through the whole year. I'm about halfway through the year. And it's funny to hear myself. I repeated the same joke yeah. with two different guests. Yeah. That was like a unique joke that you can't really get away with twice. So, But you didn't even know you were doing it probably. I, <laughs> or maybe you did. I'm trying to access what was going on in my mind the second time that yeah. I was going to say it. Like, oh, it's time for that one joke I thought of again. You know, uh, did I did I realize I'd said it before and then went, oh, here's another opportunity for that great joke. I usually realize like a second after I start saying the thing. So then I'm yeah. committed already. And then I thought, oh, I'm surprised I all didn't catch this. But you're not tuned into like exactly what quips. Not well. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Over time. <laughs> All right, number two. Okay, number two. I like to make lasagna the first week of every month. <laughs> <laughs> I really yeah. like routine, uh-huh. but not in a way of like have like successful career type of way of like you know <laughs> like a nine to five job. I've yeah. never been able to handle the routine that that would require. Uh-huh. But for my well, own, that's somebody else creating a routine for you. That's true. Yeah. I do like to create it, but um, yeah, I make lasagna every month Yum. at the beginning. It's a good lasagna. We Yum. just made it yesterday. Yum. Because we ago. grow so much basil in the summer Got basil for and the, the year. fall. So then we process this pesto and there's just it like literally lasts a year. gallons of pesto. And then every week yeah. or every beginning of uh, the month. Yeah. You mentioned uh, repeating ourselves like whether or not it was in a podcast i also mm-hmm. like that because i like like inside jokes and like callbacks in mm-hmm. general and that kind of stuff i feel like it's just like part of the joy of being a social person is like yeah. the little things that kind of like make your relationship with specific people like unique that kind of thing yeah it's yeah it's fun watching Nicknames. like the microcosm of a new band of mm. night brunch and like we're developing yeah you got your our own slang and I'm, I'm touring is really that's where it goes yeah. like into overdrive absolutely but even at rehearsals and yeah. shows and stuff a language develops yeah with some repeated phrases that's really fun number three Number three, this is a little bit related to the lasagna thing. Um, (laughs) I like to listen to the same music when I do the same task. Mm. So I like to put on Belgian singer Leo's banana split when I make a smoothie. Mm -hmm. It's just like, it's the most ecstatic. (laughs) Banana split. It's just... um, And for the unique pronunciation of banana in it. But um, it's... It hypes me up and it gets me so excited to make that smoothie and like, (laughs) I don't know. And then I get excited to to listen to the song and it's just like, you're, you're, I've been reading about over the last few years, like cognitive behavioral therapy and so much of it is just like triggers 
triggers and rewiring pathways and kind of training your subconscious. And so I do, I like to have like, oh, this is the thing I put on when I do this. Totally. Type of thing. I feel like the only issue with that stuff sometimes with certain habits is that it will become too connected to the stimulus, you know? Mm. And so then I'm not necessarily going to be motivated unless, like if I get sick of the stimulus or Mm -hmm. something, like say I'm listening to like the same like meditation routine over and over again. Mm-hmm. I like to sometimes like do it without the thing itself. So I'm not like reliant on like hearing the voice of the person talking mm. or something like that. But there, I feel like it's, it's really useful to like trigger your body into those states like that. That's common for like yeah, meditation, meditative practices. Maybe like you put on the same like incense every single time. And so then the smell of the incense just like triggers you into kind of like already being in the state of mind for mm-hmm. that thing or I mean people experience that with you know like a not mindful way too like um alcohol where it's like the first sip if you if you're a consistent drinker like mm-hmm. the first sip of alcohol kind of like reminds <laughs> you of what it is to be drunk and you kind of like already start going into that headspace not space. even the first sip but right. the reaching your arm up to get the glass out of the cupboard yeah your, will b- make your body you, knows. your body will feel some that was that <laughs> detail really got me when i uh listened to that in an audiobook was like oh yeah. wait so if i went to get the glass and then i got a phone call or something and i didn't end up drinking it i still would have had that Mm. experience mm-hmm. just thinking about the it just anticipating rush. it yeah yeah Did I, get the... I think we need one oh, more oh yeah one more you. um all right let's look at this list how about writing a song every week for a podcast oh <laughs> i like repeating I, that i love that repeated exercise too all right speaking of songs well, what, what did you make this week what, what, what did you make this week tell us all about it 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 I was trying to think of what song you might do, but I, 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 I was I, trying to think of what song I might do for many days. I didn't. Well, yeah, it is kind the of a hard. The lists online are garbage. Oh, really? Yeah, that you can. I mean, I I'm finding like two, Reddit and stuff. Uh huh. I was thinking there's two genres that would be most prominent of this form of like popular music, mm-hmm. which would be um, like folk music, where it's just kind of like you know the same whatever like a bob dylan song or something like that or like some kind of like 80s dance music or something like you know where it's just kind of like beat driven more than it is kind of song driven Mm -hmm. or something Mm -hmm. but what did you so what did you find (laughs) the lists online yeah just kind of made me confused about what this even is because they had like blown in the wind Uh uh-huh you know, but <clears throat> but that has a repeated same lyric at the end, like the tag it has of the a verse. refrain. It has a refrain with the same words. Uh huh. Right. And so, so it's kind to of me, a chorus. I would think of it as like seventy five percent of it is the verse, and then that last twenty five percent is the chorus. Tag. I could I could see arguing for blown in the wind, but <laughs> I see what you're saying. There, it is a catchy kind of tag so it kind of feels like a chorus or something yeah but it's not it's not quite long enough to be a chorus you know but how long does a chorus have to be <laughs> well because it feels like it's a chorus part can be like of hey, the same yeah tonight that can be a chorus totally it's yeah. gonna be my next hit <laughs> it hey. is how you because you can you know when you're doing like music analysis like even if you have a a a a a you can usually break the a down into like uh, consequent and antecedent you know like a b like mm-hmm. here's the beginning of the phrase and here's the second part of the phrase so even in an a there can be a b mm-hmm. 
thing, but I, I could see that's an interesting one. Because I didn't like, I didn't run into ones that had that kind of thing. You, I mean, I only had one song. You get but. that, and then you get like row your boat and stuff. Just not. Oh, just because that's the round. That's actually not the right form for that. Yeah. So the internet wasn't much help. I just had to kind of remember songs. <laughs> yeah, that's hard. Um, so I almost did "In This Heart" by Sinead O'Connor, which uh, is such a that. beautiful acapella piece. Uh huh. Oh, nice. Um, and. I've always wanted to cover it, and I just I didn't end up doing that one because Victor thought of oh wait am I going first now or are you? I mean going I guess first? you just could do it. Why not? I was gonna have you go first. Oh, I mean it doesn't matter to me. Maybe maybe I will. So we just build the Victor anticipation reminded for your song. me of another song which I have covered twice. Oh shit! In two different bands, uh-huh. but I I did a new kind of way with it this time. Nice. Should I say what it is, or should we just let people figure it out? Let's hear it first. Okay. warble tone i do <laughs> it's the mod wheel and the pitch bend wait i feel like that was clear a and b sections 
No? Nope. That was the same chord progression. Just chord with progression. Verse, verse. It's See, either instrumental or verses. It's just... Um, totally. But I feel like there's a good... I guess, uh, to me, that it does sound... It's like what you're saying, like Candle in the Wind or something. Like It does sound like there's two distinct... <laughs> like things happening it's not just the same repeating it's just e- melody e g c a d is the chord progression totally and i really like it because that's it's not five... what i'm arguing though it, you know it's the, the melody actually is the thing that matters in my mind oh so the so it jamming on like that building keyboard part and then that's a doing section. doing the verses yeah do you want to say what the song is it's Gut Feeling by Devo. <laughs> I heard you guys singing it, I think, probably the day you made it or something. Or was it a couple yeah, days ago or something? it's hard to not sing it. I got a gut feeling. But they, do they have, is the part before that, is that, is there singing at all? Because the way it's composed here, it does feel, because there's kind of like the keyboard section and then there's the It's bell very section. clever the way they do it to keep you going on those same five chords, mm-hmm. you know, just by building and moving up in inversions on the keys and... Mm-hmm. And uh, and the live version, of course, has got some some live energy that this one doesn't have. This is just like a little cute yeah. in the box one. I wonder well, if because of how you or because there's no vocals, it makes it sound more. I mean, a lot of songs have the same chord progression throughout, but you have a clear like verse and chorus, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it is. I, I wonder how specific it is to the the melody and then what you're calling the melody. Mm-hmm. Well, in that case, because their this version heart probably doesn't have that. Sinead O'Connor would have been perfect because uh-huh. it's the same melody, but each time I think it's five verses, and each verse a second voice is another voice is added. Oh, fun! So it starts with one, and and then it's just a sweet love song. Yeah, so nice. that one maybe would have served the prompt more specifically or but i wonder yeah if, if you had put if, it, I if still, you had put we still voice don't know what strophic is <laughs> if you had put voice on there i wonder if i would have had the same thought you know because mm. you're they, they, they there's no other singing except for that gut feeling part no the, there's verses oh the, okay the the pitch bendy thing was simulating his lyrics oh okay i i should have sent you the lyrics so, see, so you could listen along or yeah. read them along so see yeah i think i would think of those as verses and then that gut feeling part is the chorus so then that would be a b a b huh i don't know yeah i don't i don't know i mean we're just as clear as any of the reddit (laughs) threads on what strophic is you know i saw like black sabbath paranoid on there but that has a whole starting riff Uh and then there's verses so it's like yeah i think if you have a different musical section to me, even if there's just verses and no chorus, but there's like instrumental little hooks, like right. that does not count to me. Yeah, because that's more, what my I'm song going definitely more has. By the music in between the verses, it definitely has music. Like you know, does it go to different chords? I mean, I think of it as one big phrase, so it doesn't feel like that. It, it, okay, it, so it, it's counted as part of the verse. It's just an instrumental part of the verse. That's section. how I. That's how it seems to okay. me. But I don't. I mean, you you will hear it and you'll see. <laughs> what you think it is confusing if there is if it's not just voice over and over again mm-hmm. yeah what part of it is strophic should we look let me look up a definitional book just to really hammer it home well i'll talk about the other times i've covered it then while you're looking that up um one was for live wire radio and the other the other one was when my band bitchin did a tribute set to devo called shivo yeah that was pretty fun it was a lot of fun Using the same music for successive stanzas. So yeah. stanzas, successive stanzas. Yeah, I don't know. 
<laughs> Still don't know. Verse, I don't verse know, repeating. But I, See, but I, I, I made like... an instrumental version of Gut Feeling on Cassius. <laughs> and it sounded great. That's what matters. I was going to do vocals through like an effects. I was just like, I have to do this differently somehow, uh-huh. you know? Yeah, yeah. So I was going to just use, I don't know, a vocoder simulator or something, something to make the vocals sound different. And then I was like, oh, they'd sound really different if there wasn't any singing at all. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I got so lost in the weeds with it. To me, yeah. yesterday, I thought, oh, well, that sounds about half done. It needs a ton more stuff. And then it was like 1130 when we got done with Night Brunch. And I was like, okay, who's going to stick around and like, make this song better? <laughs> and I put it on and everyone's like, it's done. Oh, nice. So sometimes you need your pals to cut in there totally. and be like, stop Don't. adding keyboards. Yeah, for sure. There's like 12 already. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, all right. Should I do mine? Yes. <clears throat> so should I say what I did? Do you think I'll know the song? I bet I won't. Well, we did listen to it the other day. <gasps> okay. <laughs> I'm excited. I don't, A but, lot of your covers, I'm like, cool. I don't know what the original yeah, sounded like. <laughs> you, I mean, you. it wouldn't necessarily be a song necessarily that is like a popular song of this artist. So it's not like a commonly known song of this artist mm-hmm. but you do know the artist okay yeah should i just play it yeah
must learn what makes me kind The crumbs of love you offer me They're the crumbs I've left behind Your pain is no credential here It's just the shadow, shadow of my songwriting podcast that's just like it's a cherry on top of a big old sunday <laughs> yeah we were listening to that album while we were cooking uh, uh songs of love and hate and it was just there, that that song that has two of my favorite just songs in general that mm. exist uh, that that avalanche the one that covered and uh famous blue raincoat i love that song too mm. he's in this class of songwriters to me that it doesn't matter how many times i hear it it yeah. stops me in my tracks. Yeah. Like I feel well, his like voice, just him talking. I, I, but I feel like I process the lyrics and I notice whatever task I'm doing. I notice I just stop doing it. My body's just like, <laughs> it's taking all of my power to just be a statue and like listen to Leonard. I know it, it was a little, it's definitely intimidating to cover because it's like him just talking has that kind of gravitas or whatever. Yeah. It just, but it's the song. I mean, it's in the words. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's interesting doing a song like that. Cause it, it's so much about the words and it made mm-hmm. me hear the words just completely differently than I never had mm-hmm. to actually like have to learn them and say them myself. And yeah. you, you have to le- like, I mean, I, I often think of like singing as acting, you know, like you're putting mm-hmm. on a character or something or it's like, but this was even more that way where it's like, orating or something mm-hmm. you know it's like you're you really got to get the message across his songs are so simple and so i mean there's a lot going on in his like finger picking mm-hmm. which is actually and that's that the was reason fun to hear it on piano yeah instead of guitar that's that the reason cool. i actually learned was learning the song because i was like i want to learn how to do this finger picking mm-hmm. thing but i didn't have it quite down yet in that way on guitar still don't so yeah i just switched it over to piano and then that 
opened it up for a stylistic difference with the synths mm-hmm. and stuff like that too he has that poetic thing where he says you who something and i who uh-huh. i here who, yeah you know? <laughs> it's very like uh yeah old timey or something yeah. a little archaic in well, some it ways just, that set, gives us it, that gravitas too yeah, I think. it sets up a phrase it sets it up so he can unfold this long phrase mm-hmm. you know rather than saying like you do something it's like you who Mm-hmm. who are these myriad ways yeah you know? yeah yeah very so, poetic it is <laughs> so good okay just uh, leonard cohen is a good poet <laughs> we're really covering new ground on this songwriting podcast just edit it so that your song went first though because <laughs> mine was just like no way s- silly like after s- that you gotta have silly <laughs> mm, beautiful <laughs> thank you yeah it's fun it, it is it's because he'll like prolong words they're, they're, it's dense you mm-hmm. know there's a lot of there's the six verses or whatever yeah. of uh, the same thing over and over again but it just makes the words so that much more impactful you know mm-hmm. and it, it makes me want to be that way more or like more intentional with kind of like the way that i'm saying my words to mm-hmm. to kind of like learn from somebody doing it from somebody like that because yeah. it makes you want to like make every word count in a mm-hmm. certain way you know and that was nice anyway always learn something all right cover done anything else new year new cover song new year new cover is that it i guess that's it (laughs) you can bang on pots and pans still kick out some honest jams honest jams podcast is written recorded and produced by aol alvis and a walker spring and edited by me reach us at honestjamspodcast at gmail.com special thanks to victor nash for mixing our theme special thanks to Oogie and thank you for listening we can't wait to hear what you make